Welcome everybody to Delay of Game, a uh, uh, podcast, an opportunity for me just to share my sports opinions, my outlooks, my picks. So ride with me on my journey as I just share what I've been thinking about what's going on. In this instance, specifically with the NBA playoffs, we're going to take our time and go through all the matchups just to go over a brief overview of what's been going on or what has already happened in reference to the Nets, and then looking forward into the second round. I am Matthew Mills. I hope that you stick with me on this journey as we go through. Starting with the Western Conference, we're looking at the Suns versus the Pelicans, a series that I personally didn't think it was going to take the turn that it did with what's going on. We all know that the series changed once uh, Book went down, uh, and we don't know what when he's coming back, but those Pelicans have been on a tear uh, to end the season, especially with the addition of C.J. McCollum. I think it's been great for them, and they've been taking off. You know, they're young, they're hungry, they've been going after Chris Paul defensively. Um, I think the big thing for Phoenix to even come out of the first round is that um, – Chris Paul needs some help. I think DeAndre Ayton has been playing good on the offensive end, but he does have to step it up a little bit on the defensive end also. And I think that they just need to try to hold together as much as possible until Devin Booker can come back. But I definitely think it's going to be tough. Uh, The series is tied 2-2 right now, but I I definitely think it's going to be a a best of seven. It's going to seven games. And I think that if things don't change, the Pelicans will definitely be coming out of the first round, which is something I don't think anybody would have believed going into the playoffs that whoever was the eight seed had a chance to beat the Phoenix Suns. But that's the NBA for you. You never know what's going to happen. Um, and looking into the next series, that's pretty surprising. And I think that uh, I also didn't take into consideration is the Grizzlies versus the Wolves. Um if I had thought about it, I've been watching the Wolves a little bit, and they have been picking up steam. But I did not believe in the Wolves to make any noise in the playoffs whatsoever. I am not the biggest Carl Anthony Towns fan, and I'm going to be honest, I just thought they were a little young, and I didn't think they had enough firepower to compete to fight, face the Grizzlies and come to find out. I guess they did. Their series is also tied. I think the Grizzlies are a very talented team, very young. We have to be honest that John Morant has not been having the best series. And I think that's also been making a difference. Um, hopefully, they'll they'll be able to flip the switch and turn on some sense of urgency to really go for it. Um, I, I think that the, the Grizzlies team has been playing well, but they need John Morant to play a little better. Um, I'm, re- I'm pulling for the Grizzlies. I would like to see them make a run. We haven't seen... I could think of a really great Grizzlies team since uh, Zach Randolph was over there. So it would be nice to get them to make some noise in the playoffs. But uh, let's just cross the fingers and keep watching for a good series. Um, The one that I think is going to be very impactful and probably my pick to make it out the Western Conference barring any injuries. And if even if Book came back, I might be going with this. Warriors versus Nuggets. I think the Warriors have been looking great. I think they're clicking or beginning to click on all cylinders. They're beginning to get healthy. I think they are getting back to their old ways. And you throw in Jordan Poole has been has been taken into the next level. Um, I think the Nuggets are just overmatched right now. And that's not a shot at Jokic. 
I, I think Joker's been playing great, but I do think he just needs more help. He doesn't have enough help with the way the current team is playing. Um, granted, they do have injuries, and sometimes that is the name of the game, but I think the Warriors are clicking on the all cylinders, and I'm pulling for Steph. I want Steph and the rest of those guys to get some attention again and realize how good they are, because I think a lot of people have forgotten how good the Warriors were even before Kevin Durant. I think the last thing we remember is Kevin Durant being on that team. And we forget how great they were, how great stuff was before then. So I, I would like them to make a run. And I, I, I think Steph started off the year hot. And I think we were all just waiting for the Warriors to fall back into place with the talent that they have and them getting healthy. I just think the Nuggets are overmatched, but they are fiery and they're going to keep playing ball. But I think they just need to get healthy. Maybe once they get some of their players back, this might be a different conversation next year. They get everybody back on the floor. But for right now, I think the Warriors have their number, and I don't see it going past next game. I think the Warriors get it done in game five and prepare for the next round, which I think will end up being potentially a really great series. If the Grizzlies pull it off, I could go for Warriors-Grizzlies. And I still picking the Warriors in that matchup. Well, last but not least, I have been paying attention, but I do like the Mavs. Mavs versus the Jazz. I am I'm not a believer in the Jazz. Honestly, I've tried to watch them, and I'm a Donovan Mitchell fan, but it's something about them that just doesn't click well for me. They they don't they just don't pull it through well enough. Um, they they have too many bad playoff series. They don't, they just don't get the job done. I don't like it. It's, it's just a fire that they're missing, and it's, I don't get it. I don't know what's what's the missing piece. I don't know what's not clicking with them. I'm pretty sure if they lose to the Mavs, which I think they will, that'll be the end of this version of the Utah Jazz. Um, if they manage to beat the Mavericks, which I don't see, Especially with the emergence of Brunson and they get they're getting healthy again when Lucas back. I, I don't I don't personally see it. Um, but sorry Utah fans. But hopefully they be able to get it together and I do think Donovan Mitchell is, is amazing to me. I hopefully they can figure it out on what that team is missing to go to the next level, but I don't see them making it out the first round. Sorry. Uh, and that, I guess, could be a knock on Donovan Mitchell, but I, I do think he's balling. He's had a few struggle games, but I think he's been balling across the board. Um, I do think that it's just a bad matchup, too. I, I think it's just a bad matchup. I think it puts Rudy Gobert in a rough spot. Um, so I, I don't think it should be all on them, but I've been feeling this way for years that it's it's something about Utah in the playoffs that it's not doing it. So I do think something needs to be done. But we all know the Eastern Conference is the, is the conference that's been delivering on these series. Um, first one was looking at the Heat and the Hawks. I like the Hawks. I think they are a very good team. I think they got little bad injury at the end of the season but I still don't think I would have picked them against Miami but I love the way they play I love the fact that they play hard 
Trey Young has been struggling, but I am a fan of Ice Trey. I think that he gives it all that he has. Even at his limited size, he has a good game. Um, I just I think the Heat is just too talented on defense. And I won't say he's getting exposed because I think we already kind of knew his limitations. We all knew he was a volume shooter. We all just we, we knew that there was some limitations in his game, but you can't deny that he plays hard. And I think he loves the game and he loves his team. But I, I this is Miami series to lose. Um, I think Miami's ready to go to the next round. And I, I thought Atlanta was going to win the game, so that's not surprising to me. But Miami handled business. I think they're going to move forward easily. Now, the second round matchup is going to be very interesting. Um, especially considering that it looks like it could be the Sixers, but... Who knows with the way that series is going. So we'll address that in a second. But kudos to the Heat. I was a Heat fan when Dwayne Wade was in the league. And I am a fan of Jimmy Butler. I always think that he has a level of tenacity and fire. And the desire to win. Um, I think that Oladipo getting healthy will be very helpful. Hopefully they can get Kyle Lowry back on the floor. Consistently he won't have any more problems with his injuries. I think them at full strength would be a tough out. For anybody. So I'm looking forward to the next round. And we'll see what happens. Um, but injuries have definitely taken a toll. Especially when you start taking into consideration. The, the, the Bucks bulls series. I am a big fan of Giannis. I think I love the way that Giannis plays the game. Giannis strives to improve. The way he carries himself. I think that he plays the game correctly. And I was glad that he won last year. I was glad that he was able to put some of the naysayers to rest. But he has a tough out. <coughs> Excuse me. He has a tough out with um, Middleton getting injured. Gladly, Bobby Portis was able to come back and step up for him. But I do think the injury to Middleton will not be good. Um I think Middleton's very much a key piece to that team. Defensively, offensively, he can go either way of the spectrum. He can go nuclear and score 40. He can give you a solid 15 to 20. I think he is a vital piece to that offense and to that team. Um, I remember reading they said Middleton. It's definitely going to be out the first round. They were looking at, <coughs> excuse me, two to three weeks. Um, so we'll see if it ends up lasting that long, but I definitely don't think I think that Milwaukee will handle the Bulls easily. Surprising me how quickly they're doing it since Middleton went down. The Bucks were able to win two games pretty easily, and I'm sure they can win one more without a problem. I do think this will become interesting in the second round. Um, given that Milwaukee will have to go against the Celtics, which are a team on fire that we'll talk about next. I think that will be a very tough series for them, but I think the Bucks will take out the Bulls without a problem. I think that I won't say the Bulls were pretenders, but I don't think they were. They just they took a bad matchup. The the top four was pretty rough to go against, and I think the Bulls would have had some trouble anyway. I do think Lonzo Ball makes difference in that offense more than people think he does. Um, I think he's very impactful on both ends of the floor. And he's a good floor general. I think that the Bulls are missing him. But 
Giannis is definitely making out the first round. He's strong enough to pull the Bucks through. Um, and then when we get to the next series that's actually over Celtics versus Nets, this one, um, shocking. I think everybody watching the playoffs had a feeling that the Nets, if the Nets could sneak into the playoffs, they could make an impact. Um, they could do some things, and, and whoever went against them wouldn't want to go against them. I personally think teams might have been ducking them. Because I think we all was in on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving together are going to be a problem. We, I think we all subconsciously knew Ben Simmons wasn't going to play. For whatever reason that's going on, um, we'll stick with the injury reason. But the point is, we all thought that Brooklyn was going to be a problem. And I was completely wrong. They came in. Against the Celtics came one, and it was very competitive. And you could say, okay, it was it was a lucky layup. I thought it was good basketball play. But, you know, sometimes plays like that happen and can't be avoided. Um, you can make the argument that previous possession, they could have executed a little better and probably got a score off of that possession. But sometimes that's just the way the game falls. The Celtics made a good play at the end. And they played better as a unit. And because of that, they won game one. I personally thought that, you know, with all the drama with Kyrie and Boston, I said, well, maybe game two will be different. That the Nets will be able to pull this off. I personally thought it would at least went to six or seven games. And I'm trying to be very PC, but let's call it what it is. Case KD didn't even show up for the series. Kevin Durant. Um, I guess decided to go on vacation early. I guess he decided he didn't want to be who he was. I mean, he didn't want to be a superstar that day. He was just there to collect a check. Now, we can all say he was tired, and that's fair. We can all say that they don't have the cohesiveness that a lot of the other teams in the Eastern Conference have. That's also very fair. But at the end of the day, when you're Kevin Durant or a player on that, that level – I don't think we would have been mad if Kevin Durant played great and they still lost. Same thing with last year. He played great against Milwaukee, and they lost. And I don't think anybody holds it against him. I mean, you know, we would have wanted him to win, but nobody's mad at him because he turned in some pretty great performances. This year, he was god-awful in the playoffs. And I think it's unacceptable. I think it tarnished his legacy some because this is one of the first times this is the first time since OKC we've seen Kevin Durant play on the team that he was leading. I mean, even in OKC, he did have that one run to the finals, and then he got beaten by the Spurs in the Western Conference Finals. I think they had a 3-1 lead at the time. So we've seen Kevin Durant have a couple successful runs in the as him being the leader of a team, but... He, he joined a 72 or a 73-win team. I mean, I'm glad he won, but he needed to do it for himself. Okay, I would have preferred if he did it for himself. So for this to be the first outing or the second outing of him in Brooklyn, where he did pretty good last year, he, he was just overmatched a little bit and needed some more help. And then we come to this year, and you get totally demolished in the playoffs by a Celtics team that I still think you were the best player on the floor. 
I love Jason Tatum. I love Jalen Brown. They are not better than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was the best player on the floor. And not only did he lose, he didn't show up. He chose to take an extended nap or early vacation on all four games. I'm sorry, the first three. He showed up the last one. He showed up game four, and it just didn't work out in his favor. But by then, I think we all know it was a foregone conclusion that Brooklyn was not winning. I have no clue what's happening with Ben Simmons, and I feel sorry for Brooklyn in that trade because there's a chance he'll never touch the floor for Brooklyn. I think there's a strong chance he won't. Um, Hopefully, next year, he'll get back into the game. I pray whatever's going on will get corrected, but there's a chance he might not step on the floor. So for this to be a Kevin Durant team, and we, many people, consider Kevin Durant the greatest player currently in the league. For him to show that performance is embarrassing. Um, And being a Kevin Durant fan, I'm shocked that that's the performance he decided to turn in. So for me, I think it's unacceptable. I'm glad that they're out of the playoffs because we don't need that type of effort in a competitive playoff. I don't think Brooklyn, out of the stars at least, did not show much effort to me. So, it's glad that they're gone. And I'm looking forward to the Celtics in the next round. I hope that Milwaukee can get healthy. I hope that they can get Middleton back. Because I would love to see the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Boston Celtics at full strength. That even includes this, the big man the Celtics are getting back, uh, Williams, who I think might have played limited minutes, but I would like to see them. I would like to see them back full strength, a great competitive series, and made the best team win. Last but not least, I'm a I'm a Philly native. I live near Philly. I live right outside. I have to save the Sixers for last. Sixers versus Raptors. I thought the Sixers were looking great, minus James Harden, who is having a rough time. And I'll give James Harden some credit that he's finding other ways to be impactful in the game. He's averaging a good amount of assists as well as rebounds, despite him not scoring the way he normally does. So I'll give him some credit that he's impacting the game. But he does have to play better for them to go further. I don't... Any other player can do what he's doing. I think because he's James Harden, and given his reputation in the playoffs, he has to do more... They traded for him for to do more. I think he has to find ways to get his scoring together in the playoffs, especially as they advance, because they won't beat Miami the way James Harden's playing. Um, they might can make it competitive because Joel Embiid, if it's not Giannis, Joel Embiid should be MVP. They'll be competitive, but they will not win that series without James Harden playing the way James Harden can play. I want to give a shout-out to Tyrese Maxey. I think he's been playing great. I think he's been having a great playoffs. I think he's been having a good year. He's definitely stepped it up in the playoffs. I am a fan. I went to see them with my dad near the end of the season when they played Milwaukee, and I think Tyrese Maxey even then had a really good game. So, not worried about him. Shout-out to Tobias Harris, who's been stepping his game up during the playoffs. I think he's... His, his his points and assists, I believe, have been going up, as well as his rebounds. He's been rebounding really well. He's been scoring um, efficiently. 
and has stepped it up on defense. So I think the Sixers have been playing well, minus James Harden. Um, Shake, Shake has been playing well also. So I think kudos to them. Started off the series hot. I think Joel Embiid came out on a mission. You know, he was he was talking trash. He was talking trash to Drake. He was talking trash to the coaches. He was playing his game. He was dominant. I think the first three games were amazing. Joel Embiid was on one. Um, I'm not sure if the injury is taking a toll, um, but I do think there is a difference, especially in these last two games. I think that Doc Rivers need to might need to take some initiative in reference to the play calling and getting Embiid more involved. Especially at the conclusion, I believe it was game four I was watching. I just didn't like how Embiid was not involved in the offense in the fourth quarter. You could say that Embiid should be more aggressive, but there's no way in two or three consecutive possessions in which the Sixers aren't down by much. I watch Embiid go stand in the wing while James Harden and other players dribble and miss shots. I think it's weird that your best player is arguably just just ruled irrelevant for a play. He goes in the corner and just stands there. Embiid should have been more involved. Embiid should have been in the post. Embiid should have been at the free throw line being allowed to work. And I love James Harden. But in that moment, I want Embiid with the ball, not James Harden. Joel Embiid is the best player on the Sixers. He's the best player in that series. We can make a debate. He's the best player currently in the league. That's, that's your preference. But the point is, he should have been more involved with the ball in his hands near the end of that quarter. And possibly that would have been the end of the series that the Raptors wouldn't have won. So now we're in a situation where not only did they drop game four, they dropped game five. And I'm not saying that the Raptors are going to win, but the Raptors are as close as the East Coast Clippers. You can never rule the Clippers out. They're always a hard-fighting team. They will always give you everything that they have. And they'll make it competitive. They will fight. They will scrap. Um... And I will say from watching game four and five, the Raptors will scrap. They got the rookie of the year. They still got, somehow they just keep young talent. Even with the injury to Fred Van Fleet, they, they are still playing at a high level. Um, To the point that I don't know if the Sixers will win game six in Toronto. I would like them to. As a fan of the Sixers, I want them to get out of this series so they can move forward because they got to play the Heat next round. But I I do think the Raptors could possibly force a Game 7. I think there's a strong chance they will force a Game 7. So, we'll see, and hopefully I'm wrong, and my team pulls it through. And hopefully Joel Embiid will be Joel Embiid and not get the ball. Um, hopefully James Harden will finally step up. I think he just needs one good playoff run. Chris Paul was not the greatest in a lot. He wasn't the most successful in playoffs. Um, and he had one great run last year. I mean, he's had some good series. Don't get me wrong. But that one run to the finals was vindication for a lot of people. So maybe James Harden needs his one run. Maybe he needs that one year to prove he could be successful in the playoffs, and that's what people will need. So hopefully James Harden steps it up. Um, 
we're going to continue to see a lot of great series in the first round just to wrap up. Um, but I would like to call out uh, John Morant. John Morant, you have to show up. I like the Timberwolves. They should not win this series. They should be put to rest. And this is completely a John Morant feat. They need to be put to rest. Your team follows your lead, so do what you do. That's my challenge. You do what you do. And Joel Embiid, you need to be the MVP. You need to be the monster we know that you can be. Not to be passive. I don't want to see you clapping at the end of games because you think the refs were helping the other team. I don't need that. I need Joel Embiid to be the monster and the animal we both know he can be in this series. Let's put up or shut up. We don't have time for you to play games. Joel Embiid needs to end this series so we can move on to the second round. And that's... That's all I have for today. I just wanted to give my opinions on the playoffs. We've been seeing some great series, and I think it's going to get better in the second round. We got the NFL draft coming up, so hopefully the Eagles get some support for Jalen Hurts and actually build further around him. I saw some things about them possibly drafting another Alabama receiver, so who knows? We'll see. But I will thank you all for listening, and... Thank you for those that haven't started listening yet. But hopefully I will get to talk to you guys later on the next episode of Delayed Game. Goodbye and have a good day.